According to a recent Gallup article, 7 in 10 U.S. adults are poised to set goals for themselves at the start of the new year, with one-third telling Gallup they are very likely to do so and another 38% somewhat likely. On the downside, other research found on Google search suggests that only 9% of Americans who make resolutions complete them. In fact, some research shows that 23% of people quit their resolutions by the end of the first week and 43% quit by the end of January. What if this year you could be in the group that crushes their goals That you set goals that energize and excite you, goals that stretch you, but yet you know you can achieve them because you've been created to achieve them. Goals that are strength-based. That's our topic for today. Welcome to the Discovering Your Calling podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Miter. I'm here to help you unleash your strengths and get clarity on your calling. I believe when you find your purpose in life, fulfillment, joy, and success will follow. If you're ready, pop in those earbuds, hit that follow button, and join me on this journey toward discovering your calling. Before we jump into how to set strengths-based goals, I just want to talk a little bit about why you even want to set goals. And if you Google it, several websites have the stat that 14% of people who set goals are 10 times more successful than those who don't. So 10 times more successful than those who don't. I don't know about you, but I want those odds for me, not against me. And I'm not sure if that's even a real study or not. It's been debated on Google. (laughs) Again, you can search that. But from my own life and working with thousands of women over the course of my career in direct sales, I would say that is very true. If you want to achieve anything in life, we have to set goals. The only year I stuck to my running goals was when I set a goal to run a half marathon with my son and daughter-in-law. Since then, I've barely run. The years I had major achievements in my direct sales career were the years I set and committed to achieving them. And even better yet, they were the years that I had a running buddy. And you'll hear why that is essential as we go through today's episode. So I'm going to be honest, the past two years, I really didn't have any firm goals. And the results are there to prove it. I really didn't achieve much. And that doesn't set well with me because I do love to set big lofty goals and I love to achieve them. And after reviewing my Clifton Strengths 34 report recently, I realized that setting and achieving goals is important to me. And I decided this year I need to set goals that will help me live up to my full potential. Goals to help me become the person God created me to be. What about you? How does that resonate with you? Have you set goals recently? Have you missed your goals? Or have you kind of been wandering around like I have the last few years? Hey, they've been kind of challenging years, haven't they? So we're not going to worry about why that's happened. We're just going to move forward to 2024. So if you're ready to create goals based on the person God created you to be and what he wants you to achieve this year, then keep on listening play along with me this year. Let's 
do this. Let's set our goals based on our natural talents and strengths. So are you ready? Are you ready to jump in? So let's dive into what it means to set those strengths-based goals. So strength-based goals are meant to energize you and excite you. And they do that because you're going to be using your natural talents to achieve them. And when we use our natural talents, that's what happens. They energize us. They don't drain us. And they're based on what we naturally do best. So what does that even look like? Well, I'm going to break down how you do that based on two different types of strength-based goals, a being goal and a doing goal. And I'll explain more of that in a minute. And then I'm going to give you some action steps that you can take to increase your chance of achieving these goals. And I have a ton more resources for you. And I'll tell you how you can find those when we finish up the podcast here. But right now, if you want to achieve or set some strengths-based goals, we want to look at these two different types. One is the being goal. And this is who do you want to be this year and moving into the future. And then the second type of goal, the doing goals, this is what you want to accomplish. What do you want to do this year? So if you're ready, let's pull out your Clifton Strengths report. And if you don't have one yet, I want you to pause this podcast. Go head over to sherrymiterco.com backslash services and Sherry's with one R, one I, Miter Co, S-H-E-R-I-M-I-T-E-R-C-O.com backslash services. And you'll find a few different ways you can grab the Clifton Strengths assessment. I'll put a link in the show notes as well. So anyway, grab your report if you already have that, and then head to a quiet, peaceful place, a place where you can think. My husband and I recently did this on a little beach off of the Noose River in the town that we're staying in right now on our boat, and it was absolutely wonderful. There were gentle waves splashing on the shoreline the entire time we were going through this exercise. It just added an extra special element to it. So let's talk about the being goals first. So who do you want to be this year? So the first thing you want to do to set your being goal is, number one, we need to go backwards. We want to review, did I use my strengths last year? So take your report, read through your Clifton strengths, especially your top five. If you're really familiar with your top five, go ahead and do your top 10. It's totally up to you. But look and see. Did you use each of those top five or each of those top 10 strengths? How did they show up for you? Or did you not use them this year? Then I want you to think about, so that's step one. Step two is how do you want to show up in 2024? So when you look at those top five or top 10 talent themes, look at each one and look at the lines that really resonate with you and really jump out at you this year and think, you know what? That's who I want to be this year. That's how I'm going to show up and for my full potential. That's how I'm going to show up as my best self this year. And remember, if it's in your report, it's already inside of you. (laughs) That's your talent DNA. So it's in there for you because you might be like I was or even my husband. We read our reports and think like, oh, yeah, I have not been showing up like that. I forgot. That's who I am at my best. And that's how we want to show up this year and moving forward. So number one was just to review your strengths and how did you show up last year? Number two, how do you want to show up moving forward or in 2024? The third step for your being goal is which of your top five or 10 talent themes do you really want to lean into this year? What do you want to be known for? 
And this was so powerful as I looked at my talent themes and I realized that where I've been playing small and I use my maximizer a lot, but I was reminded that with maximizer, and this is directly from my report, it says being average at best and mediocre at worst is unacceptable. And I realized I've been settling. I also, it also goes on to say that I need to be with upbeat, visionary people. I haven't been doing that. Now that falls into my doing category, but it's circled here right now. I just, I was reminded under self-insurance that I need to be challenged. The year I did the half marathon was one of the most challenging years for my running, but it was the most exciting time in my running career. If my knees and hips would allow it, I would totally do that goal again. It was so exciting for me. I also realized with my command that I am meant to lead others. I'm meant to help others be productive, which is kind of funny. I'm also meant to collaborate with future-oriented thinkers. That was under my strategic. So it just reminded me of who I am at my best. So who are you at your best when you look at your top five or your top 10 talent themes? And which one of your talent themes do you really want to lean into this year? Or even this quarter, I know some people that pick one talent theme and they focus on it all year long. Personally, I would get I too antsy with that one. So I'm going to pick one talent theme a quarter. So by the end of the year, I've really leaned into four of my top 10 talents. Let me know which way you're going to do that. So the last step, number four for the being, how do you want to be this year, is what will you do to make sure that you stay committed to this plan. And again, look at how you naturally think, feel, and behave your talent themes and what's within your talents will help you be committed. And only you can answer that. Is it that you need a running buddy? Is it that you just need to commit it by shouting it out loud to others and now you have high responsibility and you said you're going to do something, you're going to do it? I don't know. Only you know the answer to that one. So what will you do to make sure that you stay committed to this plan? So again, for your being goal, just review. How did you show up last year? How do you want to show up in 2024? Which of your top five or 10 talent themes do you really want to lean into this year? Be known for this year. And number four, what will you do to make sure you stay committed to the plan? So that's how you create your being goal, your strength-based being goal. Now let's talk about setting a strengths-based doing goal. This is what you want to accomplish this year. And the first step in that is you're going to set three goals that you want to achieve. So what are three categories that you want to pick under career, financial, well-being, family, fun, faith, whatever category you want to pick, and then break them down into a SMART goal. So what are the three categories that you're going to select and three in a goal within that category. Number two is look at the take action to maximize your potential ideas in your Clifton Strengths report. What are some action steps that they're recommending based on your talent themes that you can take this year to maximize your potential? What strengths do you need to dial up to achieve them? What strengths do you need to dial down so they don't get in your way? And what do I mean by that? As we set our goals and as we're working towards something and especially action items, there are some times that are we need to lean into certain talent themes that are going to support us in that action step. 
But sometimes a talent theme might get in our way. So for instance, I'm high learner. Learner's in my top 10. Well, learner, that's part of one of my action items is I'm going to, it was in my Clifton Strengths report to, um, how do they even say it? Respecting the desire to learn. Respect the desire to learn. And one of the action items was to sign up for at least one new course or class each year. So I'm going to just accept that because sometimes I feel like I spend so much money on courses or I'm taking another course and my husband has low learner. He doesn't understand that. Or I buy yet another book. But I need to respect that my learner needs to be fed. Now, Sometimes I need to dial down my learner and just focus on the action items that I just learned and implement them first before I move on to learn something else. So I can lean into my learner so that I learn more, but then I need to quit learning and take action on what I just learned. Does that make sense? So what strengths do you need to dial up to achieve those goals? What do you need to dial down? And then the fifth part of the doing goals is what are the action steps? And honestly, ladies, this is the most, and gentlemen, this is the most important step of all of this, is what are the action steps to achieve the goal? Break it down for year, month, week, daily. Keep going until you get to the daily. And for some of you, if you don't have high futuristic, setting a year-long goal or a year-long action step may not be easy for you to do. Don't worry about that. Maybe set a three-month quarterly action item goal, then break it down to the week. But the most important thing is what's the daily action you will take to work towards that goal? And it may be one teeny tiny little step, but if you do it every single day and every single week and every single quarter, guess what? At the end of the year, you will have crushed your goals. So let me review this because I apologize. I think it was a little confusing in the beginning, but for your doing goals, what do you want to accomplish this year? And you're going to set no more than three goals. You can choose the category. Is it a career goal? Is it a well-being goal? Is it a financial goal? Is it a fun goal? Is it a faith goal? You pick the three categories and set a goal. You can use the SMART way of setting goals, the specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Not sure what that is. Google it. Then you're going to, number two, you're going to look at the take action to maximize your potential ideas in the Clifton Strengths Report. Or sometimes we can find those action items or goal ideas actually just reading through our report on what we need to do. Number three, you're going to look at what strengths based on your whole top 10 are you need to dial up to achieve those goals. Number four, which ones do you need to dial down? Which ones could get in your way? And number five, what are the action steps to achieve the goal broken down until you have a daily action item? And again, don't miss that step. So that's how you set strengths-based being goals. So how you want to be this year? Who do you want to be? What do you want to be known for? And strengths-based doing goals, meaning what do you want to accomplish? This is going to be a work in progress. You probably won't get it all right the first time or in one setting unless you can block out a whole entire day. I'm still working on mine. I'm still refining mine. But once you get something on paper, and you know I'm a big pen to paper person, but once you get it down, go back through, kind of clean things up a little bit, 
And here's two, a couple other steps you can take just to really make sure that you are successful and you do achieve the goals you set for yourself. First of all, write it down. There was a study by a Dr. Gail Matthews at Dominican University in California, and she proved that writing goals increases the chance of accomplishing them by 42%. That research also indicated that 70% of people who shared their goals with friends or family accomplished the goal, and only 35% achieved them successfully that kept their unwritten goals to themselves. So don't keep your gold to yourself. Share it with a trusted friend or family. Remember I said earlier that in my direct sales days, if I had a running buddy that kept me accountable and she was working on the same or similar goals, we were way more likely to achieve those goals that year. And writing them down definitely does matter. The second thing you're going to do is visualize yourself achieving your goals and... This is a step a lot of people miss. Visualize yourself doing the action steps that you set for yourself. So not just the visualizing the outcome, but visualize yourself daily. Is it visualizing yourself daily, maybe sending out one email to a potential client? Is it visualizing yourself daily, maybe writing one blog? Is it visualizing yourself daily, maybe going out for a mile walk? What is it you're going to do Each day, visualize yourself doing the action steps and achieving the goals. And maybe add that as part of your daily action is the visualization. And studies show that this increases your chance of achieving your goals. And an article by TD Banks shared that those who visualize their goals are happen to be happier than those who don't. So just visualizing your goals is also going to make you happier. It also, doing this practice also helps people feel less anxiety. So just by visualizing it, your chances of achieving it are much greater. You're going to be happier and less anxious. So there you go. So people who imagine their goals are more successful than those who don't visualize because they use the power of the subconscious mind to engrave their goals. I love that. Okay, some of this seemed easy maybe. Maybe it seemed hard to you, but here's the thing. Take your time, refine your goals, keep working at it. If you have questions, reach out. If you want to learn more about strengths-based goal setting, head to my website. I'll look for the blog there on strengths-based goal setting, and we're going to have a lot of links to Gallup. They've shared a lot of information on setting goals with your strengths. I'll write out the steps, so hopefully they'll be a little more clear than just listening to this. And of course, I'm always available for a 90-minute power session where we can dive into your Clifton Strengths report and brainstorm together so that if you need that little extra support for how to set strengths-based goals, we can do that in that 90-minute power session. But I can't wait to hear what your goals are and celebrate with you when you crush them in 2024. As always, thanks for listening to today's podcast. I hope it did empower you and excite you to set fresh new strengths-based goals in 2024. You've got this. 
Thank you for spending this time with me. My hope is something you heard today inspires you to take action toward discovering your calling. I just have two favors to ask of you before you go. One, if you found value and enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and you might hear your review read on a future episode. And two, can you share this episode with three friends who will also enjoy it as much as you did? By doing these things, you will help us grow the podcast to make a bigger impact on the world. And until next week, remember, you've been created to live a life of fulfillment, freedom, purpose, success, and joy.